Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless your name. We thank you for your word that is coming. Lord, we exalt you. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Good evening to everybody. All right, this evening we are going to what the network did not allow us to do the other day. Grace and Fruits, part three. So I'm taking my test first from the book of... Now, we are talking about spiritual gifts, the gift of the spirits. And um, um, one thing is, we must be able to differentiate that just because people walk in the gift of the spirit does not mean that they are mature people. You know, First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3, Paul was speaking to them and he told them that they, are, they did not come behind when it comes to spiritual gifts. He acknowledged that, he acknowledged, you know, um, they are walking in spiritual gifts. He said, First Corinthians 1 verse 7, 1 verse 7, I mean, it says, so that he come behind in no gift, waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He says, so that he come behind in no gift. So, Paul acknowledges that they were walking in these gifts. Then again, in the in First Corinthians 3 verse 1, the same Paul who acknowledged that they were walking in spiritual gifts, still called them babe. He said, and I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. Are you getting it? So, because people walking, that's why it is called gifts. So, if you see, if you see a young boy who has a car of about maybe ten million naira, let me just thirty million naira, an expensive car, and this boy is just nine nine years old, you will probably know that that is just a gift, not because he has worked to be able to afford that kind of a car, but because maybe he has a, he has a very wealthy father and uncle or somebody that is just related to him. So. Paul was telling them here in 1 Corinthians 1 verse 7 that even though they were working in spiritual, he told them that they, they have, when it comes to spiritual gifts, that they are not behind. You know, they work in these things. But in same 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 1, he said, I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto base in Christ. So he was telling them that they are still based even though they are working in these gifts. So, um, going to these gifts, I'll be reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 4. It says, Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit, and there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord, and there are diversities of operation, but it's the same God, which worketh all in all. Verse 7, it says, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit without. For to one is given by the Spirit of the word of wisdom, Second, to another, the word of knowledge by the same spirit, to another, fit by the same spirit, to another, gift of healing by the same spirit, to another, workings of miracles, to another, prophecy, to another, discerning of spirit, to another, diverse kind of tongues. And, and this diverse, if you study your Bible, that diverse here is written in italic. When you are studying scriptures and you see things that are written in italic, it's an indication that those things were not involved in the original manuscript. So the diverse there was not in the original manuscript. Are you getting it? So the diverse kind of tongues to another interpretation of tongues. Say, but all these workets that one and the same, self-same spirit, dividing to every man severely as he will. Now the Bible says the divided to every man as he will. didn't say divided to pastors, to apostles, to preachers, meaning that every believer had the opportunity to walk in the gift of the Spirit. The gift of the Spirit is not for selected people, it's not for just apostles, for pastors, for preachers. Everybody, you know, can walk in that gift of the Spirit. Then I said that this gift of the Spirit will categorize them into three. Now, three of them say something. 
three of them see something three of them see something the gift that sees something is the gift of prophecies diverse kind of tongues and interpretation of tongues three of the gifts they see something diverse kind of tongues um, and the gift that says some things we we'll call them the offerings kids the offerings kids no three of the gifts see something and those three gifts that say some things we'll call them the offerings kids and which is um, prophecies diverse kind of tongues and interpretation of tongues now the second category is they do something they do something we call them the power gifts the gift that do something we call them the power gift that um the gift of faith the working of miracles and the gift of healing you know they do what is the power gift they do something the gift of faith the gift of working of miracles and the gift of healing now the third set is the um three of them they reveal something the three gifts they do what they reveal something these three gifts we call them the revelational gifts or the revelational gifts the revelational gift which is the word of knowledge you know the word of wisdom and discerning of spirits discerning of spirits so their orphans gifts they do what they see something why the power gifts they do something why the um the revelational gifts they reveal something should i come again um the orphans gifts they see something the power So, uh, okay, I was saying something before the network came into um, the zone while. So, I said that these nine gifts of the Spirit are separated into three categories. And I said three of them, do they say something. The one that says something is the offerings gift. And three of them is the power gift. They do something. The one that do something is the power gift. Then I said, three of them, they reveal something. The one that reveals something, the three that reveal something is called the revelational gift. The offerings gift is the um, gift of prophecies, diverse kind of tongues and interpretation of tongues. The gifts that do something, which is the power gift. The power gift is the gift of faith, the working of miracles and the gift of healing. Now, the three gifts that reveal something, the revelational gift is the gift of word of knowledge and the gift of word of wisdom and the gift of discerning of spirits. So, we'll go to the first one, which is the gift of word of knowledge. When it has to do with the gift of word of knowledge, the gift of word of knowledge reveals future. It reveals future. It's futuristic. It reveals sometimes the plans and purposes of God for a person. Or it can also reveal what Satan or whatsoever thing intends to do. But every time you see the gift of word of wisdom, it only says something about the future. Um, the word of wisdom brings revelation that portrays to the future, including the plan and purpose of God. So when it has to do with word of wisdom, you see that it reveals the future. It talks about the things that are said to happen. Are you getting it? It talks about the things that are said to happen. You know, when somebody and one of the issues is that the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge sometimes, most of the times, they operate together. So when they are operating together, sometimes you may not really know. You know, we call all of these things prophecies. Ah, we say they are giving prophecies. They are giving prophecies. So when it has to do with the word of wisdom, it talks about the future. Let's see the book of Acts chapter eleven, verse twenty-eight. Um, the book of Acts chapter eleven, verse twenty-eight. It would be good to give an example for all of them from scripture. He said, and there stood up, and there stood up one from them named Agabus, and signified by the spirit that there should be great de- um, death throughout all the world, which came to pass in the days of Claudius Caesar, 
Then disciples, every man according to his ability, determined to send relief unto the brethren which who dwelt in Judah. Verse 30, which also they did and sent it to the elders by the hands of Barnabas and Saul. Now you saw this prophet stood up and gave that there was going to be famine in, in later year or in certain period of time. That was word of wisdom. Word of wisdom, fine expression. Word of wisdom. So when you see something that has to deal with that, deals with the future, what is said to happen, maybe uh, the plan and purpose of God for your life, or something that is said to happen, then that is word of wisdom. Then, when it has to do with word of knowledge, see, word of knowledge reveals the past and the present. It reveals the past and the present. Reveals what the past and the present. Let's see the book of. Um, let's see the book of. Let's see the book of Second King, chapter twenty, verse one. Now, one thing about a uh, word of word of knowledge is that. Sometimes it comes in different way. The same way that word of wisdom can come in different way. Now, it can come by you just knowing, by knowing of the Spirit. I can see you and just know the things that happened to you before. You know, the things um, that is happening to you currently. Again, word of wisdom or word of knowledge can also operate by vision. You know, I can see a vision and I can begin to tell you the things that happened um, to you before and what is happening to you now. So, word of wisdom and word of knowledge, they can operate through vision. They can operate through, um, through uh, uh, the knowing of the spirit, where I just know by the spirit, and it can also happen by what by vision, and it can happen by just what by 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 the knowing of the spirit. I can just see, then I will just know. So let's see the book of um, Acts chapter nine. Let's see the book of Acts chapter nine verse. Acts chapter nine verse ten. He said, and there was a certain disciples at Damascus named Ananias, and said to him, said the Lord in the vision, Ananias, and he said, Behold, I be a Lord. And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go to the street, which is called Street, and inquire in the house of Judas. Now watch, in the house of Judas, one called source of tassels for behold the prayers. God, that is word of what? Word of knowledge. That thing is currently happening there, word of knowledge. Is happening there currently, word of knowledge. Again, when we read the book of um, the book of John, I think John chapter 4, when Jesus met the woman at the well, Jesus told her what had happened to her, what is presently happening to her. Jesus told her that you have been with five husbands, that's you know, in past tense, and you are currently with one now, the fifth one, that's present tense. So you see that when it has to do with word of knowledge, it talks about the present and the um, and the present and the past. But when it has to do with word of wisdom, it talks about what the future. But there are times when they can operate, uh, they can operate together. When they are operating together, you may not even be able to, to separate them. But as you learn this night or this evening, I believe that you'll be able to separate them. So let me give an example of um of of where they were operating together. Um, okay, I wrote something here. Jesus spoke to John on the island of Patmos. Jesus appeared to John and told him about the condition of the seven churches. Now, in Asia Minor, at the time, the, at the time. Now, Jesus appeared to um, John at the island of Patmos. And Jesus told him what is happening, something, things about the seven churches. You know, that's word of knowledge. And Jesus also gave him, gave him message for, um, for future purpose. You know, that's word of wisdom. So, word of knowledge and word of wisdom can operate together at the same time. 
word of wisdom and word of knowledge most of the times they just intertwine together and they just operate now even this place in the book of Acts chapter 9 verse 10 to 16 you'll find that um, jesus and um, gave word to Ananias. He said, and the Lord said unto him, Arise, go into the street, which is called street, and inquire in the house of Judas, for one called Saul of Tarsus, behold the prayers. Now, God was speaking to Ananias. This is a um, word of knowledge. What, what is happening currently? And yeah, and he has seen a vision in a man named Ananias coming and putting his hands on him, that he might receive his sight. Now, God was speaking to Ananias as a word of knowledge. You know what is happening currently then god was speaking to paul a word of wisdom what will happen to him are you getting it god was speaking to ananias you know paul is in this place he's currently praying that's present is happening there currently that's the word of knowledge and then god was speaking to paul word of wisdom what will happen to him you see that the both gifts can actually operate together you can do what they can operate together so sometimes they can be you know interswitching each other and just be operating together and crowd you would have seen many videos online where god is using certain men of god to display that kind of uh, power now number three the gift of discerning of spirits now discerning of spirits is not just for you and uh, when you have like four people asking you out and you want to know the original one no discerning of spirit is the ability to be able to see into the spirit realm for instance john at the island of patmos what was happening to him then was even though the um, um he was seen into the spirit realm are you getting it even though the scene that he was seen into the spirit realm operated in a way of word of knowledge and word of wisdom but the ability to be able to see it is discerning of spirits now what are you even seeing that discerning of spirits word of knowledge and word of wisdom can work together now because i don't need to see a vision to be able to to have word of knowledge about you i can see you and by the spirit i can just know that oh you have had four husbands before and you have another one now that is word of knowledge the past and the present and again i don't also need to see a vision to be able to know that ah you are going to anambra tomorrow which is word of wisdom what is there to happen see what god wants to do for you that i may not even need to see a vision i may just know by the knowing of the spirit or i may just hear now if i now begin to see into the spirit realm you know that is discerning of spirit so it can work together with the gift of word of wisdom and the gift of word of knowledge are you getting it the design of spirit word of wisdom and what and word of uh, knowledge so these things they can work together let's see an example of um the book of isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 he said is it yes i'll be as that as that chapter six verse one see he 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 permits me he said in that year that Uzziah died i saw also the lord sitting upon a throne i am lifted up and his train filled with temple that was the sounding of spirits he saw the lord he had a vision when the king died there was a vision that he saw discerning of spirit the ability to be able to see into the spiritual you know Ken again was shared in some of his books that you know one time like that he was praying in the pastor's house and the lord told him that he was going to bring him into this and uh, working in the gift of the discerning of spirit then one time he was praying for many sick people you know this guy had i think cancer or whatever thing he had and he had prayed those days they used to after they had done teaching they would create a line where people can come and 
stand if you're sick so they will lay hands on them and pray for them he said they had lay hands on the guy and i just prayed the guy went to sit down so he was making sure that people all of a sudden he turned and just looked at the guy and he saw like a monkey on his shoulder nobody was seeing it that's the discerning of spirit he was able to see into the spirit realm and he just rebuked that particular stuff and said hey, leave them then also he thought again that one time there was a church he had always gone to preach almost every time and Every time he goes to the church of Christ, as if the spirit of God everywhere is choked. Something is not just happening. And the pastor of the church, also, he knew also that that kind of thing was happening. So one day, I think he decided to stay and fast and pray. And while he was praying, he said he was, his eyes just opened. Then he saw a demon on like the pulpit area. You know, he will, he, will, he will point at the demon, he will call the name of Jesus, and the demon just keep walking out, walking out. The demon left the church and ran into a club. He said the next day, the club got burnt. <laughs> so are you getting so the ability to be able to see into the spirit realm is what the signing of spirit and the signing of spirit can also reveal it can reveal the spirit behind an oppression the book of Acts chapter 16 verse 16 from verse 16 to 18 chapter 16 from verse 16 to 18 reveals shows us that when the particular lady was following Paul and was saying that these were men of God these were this one even though the prophecies were accurate but the spirit that was powering the accuracy was not of God so Paul could discern and just say, ah, no this person is not of God and he rebuked the lady so the signing of spirit also have the ability to the gift of the signing of spirit also have the ability to be able to discern the spirit behind which a person is doing a particular thing now number four is the gift is a gift of faith the gift of faith now there is a there's 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 faith that comes by hearing of god's word the bible says in romans chapter 10 verse um, 17 or romans 10 7 where it was talking about you know hearing of god's word when you hear your faith will be built but there's a kind of faith that is not just is more than just hearing of god's word are you getting it? it's not just by just hearing of god's word in romans chapter 10 verse 17 it says so that faith coming by hearing it's saying hearing by the word of god but the gift of faith is not just hearing god's word alone there's an impartation of the spirit the things you know a dear man of god will say that when this kind of um, um, um gifts comes upon you he said they dare the impossible and they do the incredible they do what they dare the impossible and they do the what they do the incredible now the gift of faith works hand in hand with workings of miracles because I'm going to be teaching both of them at the same time. The gift of faith, which is number four, and number five is working on miracles. They both, they both, they both work together. There's a synergy that they have together, working together. The, the, the gift of faith is what creates a platform for the working of miracles to find expression. Now, what do I mean? If, for instance, if I am sick and there's a depth of, and they said I'm supposed to be on this hospital bed for three months, and I said, no, I will not. The word of God said, by stripes I'm healed. You know, and I, I stood up from that place. Now, what makes me to be able to do what I did there by standing up is faith. Now, it is the faith that, the faith is passive, but it makes the working of miracle to find expression. So when that faith, it is my audacity of what I did that will make um, um, working of miracle, miracle to find expression in my life. Or for instance, let me give you an example of um, Smith Wigglesworth. Smith Wigglesworth was a was a one of the um, renowned faith teacher, and in his lifetime, I think they said he brought up to thirteen or twenty-three dead people back to life. And every time I read about him, one of the things that he does is that if they bring dead person to him, he will he will take he will he will make sure the person stands up, he will hold the person and say run. Then he will leave the person. 
That is the gift of faith. How do you see somebody that is dead already, praying for us, and you take the person by his stand and run? The person will fall. Sometimes they say the person will fall like two or three times. That some people that are even dead will even be angry with him that he's wicked. Why is he suffering a dead body? And all of a sudden, will carry the person again and say, run. And then the dead person will just begin to run. So the ability for him to be able to demonstrate that thing and say, hey, rise up and, and, and run is faith. But for that person to now begin to run, walking of miracles, so faith and walking of miracles, they, there's a synergy that they have together. Are you getting it? There's a level, there's a synergy that they have together where the gift of faith and the workings of miracles, they just um, I shared this last time before the network called us of the other day that um God's servant, late Bishop Archbishop Bidaosa. That one time they were building their faith tabernacle, as, as it was said. And every time he comes back from traveling, they would tell him that ah, the chipping is not finished, chipping is not finished. Then one day he came down. The boldness and the audacity that he stood and he pointed his finger at the chippings and said, Hey, chippings, don't finish again. And chippings began to go. So they keep using the chippings and the chippings was not, not finishing at all. So the audacity of him to have come to that place and point his finger and say, Hey, you stop this thing. That is faith. But for that thing to not happen, it's working of miracles. So faith creates that platform where the working of miracles can find expression. I don't know if you're getting it. So faith and what working of miracles. If you see the book of... Um, okay, I wrote something here. I said the gift of the gift of working of miracles is active, whereas the gift of faith is passive. The gift of working of miracles is active, whereas the gift of faith is passive. It doesn't work, it, it receives. That's the gift of faith does not really work, it receives. In the other hand, the difference between them is that one does and the other receives. One does and the other receives. But faith is one that creates that platform for the gift of miracles, for the workings of miracles to find expression. Now, the workings of miracles, example of it was what Jesus did, is a pool water. Do you know the level of audacity it takes for you? For you to say, put water. And should I even tell you something? It was said. Do you know that in the Jewish law, the custom, I mean, when you come to the house, for those who have, um, who, who have slaves and who have servants, there's usually a water at the front. So when you come to the house, they'll use that water to wash your leg. They'll use the water to do what? To wash your leg. And they, they, their servant will wash your leg before you come into the house because their area seems to be dusty. And it was said that it was even that water that used to be at the front that they took, that, that they took when Jesus asked them to take water. So it was said by some theologians that it is the water that they took to put inside where Jesus asked them to put water. Imagine the depth and the audacity of faith that you will need to carry that water and go and put where uh, when people need wine. Then now putting your cup inside the water and giving to people. See, you will not understand the depth and the level of things that people worked in, in scriptures, until you put them into scriptural context. Just imagine that you went for a wedding last weekend, and the wine, there was no more wine again, and somebody just come and say, yeah, go and put water inside the drum, where the drinks were, and just put cup and be taking it out, and you will see, <laughs> and it's done to wine. And you know one thing, he just said, he just told them that they should just, you know, they should just put their cup and take the water to go and be giving people. So, working of miracles and the gift of, I mean, working of miracles and the gift of faith, they work together. Just like I said, that the working of miracle is active, while the gift of faith is passive. So, Jesus turning the water to wine was working of miracles, but the audacity for him to be able to tell them to put water into that post, that's what, that's faith. 
for it to not happen, workings of miracles. So they walk, there's a synergy between working of miracles and the gift of faith. Now, let's also see the book of Daniel chapter 6 verse 16. The book of Daniel chapter 6 verse 16. He said, And the king commanded that they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. Now the king spake and said unto Daniel, Thy God whom thou servest continually, he will deliver thee. And a stone was brought and laid upon the mouth of the den. And the king sealed it with his own signet, and with the signet of his lords, and that the purples might not be chained concerning Daniel. Then the king went to his palace and passed the night far. Neither were instrument of his sleep went from him. Then the king arose early in the morning and went east unto death. And when he came to death, he he cried with a lament with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spake and said, O Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God whom thy service continually able to deliver thee from the lion? Then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. My God has sent his angel and has shut the lion's mouth, and that they have not hurt me for as much as, as before him, innocence was found in me, and also before the O God. You see that in the case of Daniel, it was both faith and working of miracles. Just believing that if nothing will happen here, and the, the gift of faith and working of miracles, there's a synergy for every miracle most of the times. Now, see, miracles can happen by there are three ways that there are, there are two ways that miracle. Okay, I'll get there later. I'll get there later. But sometimes miracle can happen by just by the by the power of the Holy Ghost, where you don't really even have faith. Somebody can just lay hands on your leg. Hey, you just. There are people who went for a meeting, just trusting that God will help them. Or there are people who went for a healing meeting. They were just down and the power of God just touched them. You get But when you, there are certain miracles that we see. It is the partnership of faith. The, the, the synergy between faith that brought that workings of miracles. Um, number six, you know, I did number four and number five together. Number six, the gift of healing. Let's see the book of um, the book of Acts, chapter 10, verse 38. The Bible says, Our Jesus Christ of Nazareth was anointed with Holy Ghost and with power. I say, went about doing good and healing all that oppressed of the devil. He said, For God was with him. For God was with him. So the Bible told us just was laying hands on people. We saw again that he went to Peter's mother-in-law's, he went to Peter's house. Then he saw the mother-in-law who had fever. Um, fever. The Bible said what he did what he said, he stood over Peter's mother-in-law. He said, and he rebuked fever. So the gift of healing are given by God for supernatural healing of disease without natural means from any source. Read again. The gift of healing are given by God for the supernatural healing of diseases without natural means from any source. The gift of healing. So, and okay, there are two different, there are two different manifestations of healing, and there are two different manifestations of healing. One is by feet. One manifestation of healing is by feet. Let's see the book of uh, Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8 from verse 5. To 13. I'm going to read a bit longer. And when Jesus was entered into the into Capernaum, and there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home, sick of, of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. The corruption, the, the centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, Go, and he goeth, and to another man, Come, and he cometh, and to my servant, Do this, and he doeth. 
Verse 10. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said unto them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, not, no, not in Israel. And I say unto you that many shall come from the east and the west. This under verse 12. But the children of the kingdom of, of shall be cast into the darkness. Verse 13. And just said unto his children, Go thy way. And as thou hast believed, so be it unto thee. And his servant healed in the self same hour. Now, there are two manifestations of healings. The, the first one is by faith. What happened here? Where the man said, I'm also a man under authority. You don't need to come. You know, I know we, we know you are full of the spirit. Once you come, you can lay your hands, but speak thy word. And the Bible said, This man believed the word. He said, God, that we are stars believed. So there is a manifestation of the gift of, uh, of healing that happens by believing, by faith. See, I usually do counsel people that if you have a sickness where almost everybody has prayed for you, almost every, every man of God, everybody has prayed for you, the next thing that you may want to do for yourself is to take materials on healing, buy books on healing, where buy books on healing and get scriptures on healing and begin to quote them and study them until the light of it enters into your life. You know, it was a dear man of God um, that was said that a dear man of God, the mom or something that was said that he was giving what a few months, 40, what a two months or how many months to go and die. Then she took out 40 scriptures on healing and every morning she would speak in tongues and quote them. I think today she's still alive. She stayed for, for long. And when they gave her this condition was around 1990 or something, 1990 something, but she's still alive. Why? She sat with God's word. The same thing happens to Kennedy and Kennedy again. In fact, he said that the two people that eventually came to see him, or the one person that came to pastor, did not believe in supernatural healing. So he had to stay with God's word by himself. He had to stay with God's word by himself until there was results, until something changed in his life. So when it has to do with healing, there's the, the manifestation of faith where you take God at his word and begin to just meditate and speak God's word over your life. Number two is by the manifestation of the gift of healing. Um, let's see the book of Matthew chapter 8 again from verse 14. And when Jesus was coming to Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother laid and sick of fever and he touched her, he touched her hand and the fever left her. And she arose and ministered unto them. At this point, the Bible did not tell us that Peter's mother demonstrated any faith. The Bible just said Jesus stood over her. Another version will say that Jesus stood over her and rebuked fever. Are you seeing it? So there's a manifestation of the of the uh, of healing that happens by faith. There's a manifestation of the gift of healing that happens by by laying on of hands, by the gift of the spirit. You know, where I can just stretch my hand and say, ah, there's somebody here. This and that is God. Check now it has God. Then there's somebody and there's another person again who will stand on the integrity of God's word to see that he or she that a healing comes to her. So when it has to do with the gift of the spirit, are, um, when it has to do with the um, gift of healing, there are two ways about it. The faith way and the, and the manifestation of the spirit way. Number seven, the gift of prophecies. The gift of prophecies. Okay. Let's see first. Um, prophecies is a supernatural offerance in a known language. Prophecies what? Is a supernatural offerance in a in a what? In a in a known language. Let's see the book of Acts chapter twenty one. And do you know one thing? Sometimes we have missed we, we mistake it um, um word of knowledge, you know, word of knowledge, and 
all of these things for prophecies. But let's study from the book of Acts, chapter 21, verse 8. Is that a very great multitude spread their garments in the way? Others cut down branches from trees and straw them in the way. A multitude that went before and that followed cried, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna is the highest. And then he came into Jerusalem. All the city was moved, saying, Who is this? All the city saying, Who is this? Hey, we are going to read a bit long. Think and the multitude said, This is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. If you want, these prophecies were, were given before of these things that, that happened before. Now, prophecies, prophecy is supernatural utterance in a what in a known language. And the Bible, if you check in the book of First Corinthians, chapter 14, where the Bible was saying that uh, Paul was saying that prophecies edify. First Corinthians chapter 14. Let's see, let's see something there. But he that prophesied speaketh unto men to edification and exhortation and what and comfort. Now, let me also say something that that somebody can prophesy does not mean he's a prophet. Are you getting my point? That somebody can prophesy does not mean that the person is a prophet. Because there's difference between the prophetic office and that every believer may have the ability to prophesy the gift of the spirit but it does not mean that you are a prophet i wrote something here i said note therefore we see that the prophet may prophesy but the message he brings may not be prophesying in at all it may come through the gift of prophecy as he just speaks about years from the lord now i will explain what this means for you now let me give you an example of what prophecy is let me just give an example of what prophecy is if as we are praying, I just begin to give the word, the Lord said, You should wait. You know, He's coming. The Lord is mighty and His power. The Lord, I see the church rising once again. I see that believers are thriving once again. I see that these and these are doing once again. That is prophecy. Now, watch. There are times when this gift of prophecy may, may operate in a way that seems to be word of knowledge and word of wisdom. Are you getting it? It may now nah, it is it is the gift of prophecy at work, but what is bringing out maybe say, is bringing it in a way of word of knowledge or word of wisdom. See, almost all of the gifts they they intertwine together. They can they can operate together. They interswitch together. So let me put it that way. So prof, that's why Paul said that. But he that prophesies speaketh unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. So, when I begin to speak by supernatural offerings by the Spirit of God, is what is called prophecy. That what I'm saying by the Spirit, God is saying, God, maybe God is saying something about His church. God is saying something about His body. Now, the way that prophecy works sometimes, the same way that it can begin, it can be prophecy at work, but what is bringing out is the gift of word of knowledge and word of, word of wisdom. I pray that the Holy Spirit will give you understanding. I'm looking for a, a better way to be able to put this. Let me let me let me say that. Uh, hey, will it be a better example? I don't think it is. So, I will. What the counsel I'll give to you is that you go back to listen to this again when it has to do with this prophecy that I just explained now. So, prophecy is speaking unto edification, which is a supernatural conference by the Spirit of God. Oh, the Lord! Yeah, I wish I can find a video. If I find a video, I'll drop it on. Um, on the group here that has to do with prophecies 
So when you are speaking edifying word by the Spirit of God, now there are times when it is prophecy that is finding expression, but the gift of what that prophecy is blowing out. Ah, okay. Let me give an example. I don't know if this is a better example to give. Let me just say that you are blowing a a flute. That flute you are blowing is prophecy. But there are times that what is coming out of it may be said to be word of knowledge or word of wisdom. Spirit of God, give us understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. So, this is what I'll be able to explain when it has to do with what the gifts of prophecies. Um, now, the gift of tongues, the gift of tongues, which is number eight. I think I will speak more in here. Yeah, gift of tongues and gift of interpretation of tongues. Okay. There has been plenty of argument about tongues. I've done quite some teachings about this, which I believe that the Lord will also grant us opportunity to do more about this gift of tongues. So people tell you that ah, it's tongues for everybody. There is nowhere in scripture where people gathered where the tongues were given to people that certain people were separated nowhere whether when um, the apostles went and said that uh, when um, philip preached in samaria and the apostles went back there and lay hands on everybody they received the Ghost. at cornelius house everybody there received the Ghost. at the upper room everybody there received the Ghost. so there's nowhere where people open their heart to receive the Holy Ghost in scripture that certain people were separated there's nowhere in scripture where certain people were separated and said, ah, no. I told you that in the in where people usually bring arguments is first uh, Corinthians chapter 14. But if you want to get after this over and over, but just to extend on it again, see, check the check the the, the verse 39 and 40. Paul says something. He said, Wherefore, brethren, covet to prophesy. Forbid not to speak with tongues. Is a let all things be done decently and in order. The reason why it seems that when Paul said that I will in verse five, is that I will thought that they speak with tongues, but rather that ye prophesy. For greater is he that prophesied than he that speaketh with tongues, except interpret that the church may receive a divine. Now the problem is that the Corinthian church were they were excessive in spiritual things. Now, I will explain what that means. In fact, that's why Paul had to talk about the gift of the Spirit. Because Paul had to, hey, make an fight to, in case you see person operating this gift or somebody operating in this gift, it's the same Spirit that is causing these things to happen. So, so the Corinthian church were excessive in spiritual things. Now, watch, if you have been to certain old churches, you know, with all due respect, the man of God can be preaching and people will be so those were the things that were happening in the Corinthian church and Paul came to address them no, it's better that if it's going to happen at all let one or two person be doing and let there be interpreters not that the pastor is preaching someone is going on all of those things so the Corinthian church were church who were excessively spiritual things. You will see that when Paul ended his address in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 40, he said, Let all things be done decently and in order. He wasn't saying, Don't pray in the spirit. So that's why Paul had to tell them again that, see, don't abuse this speaking in the spirit because even me, I pray in tongues more than you all, but I don't do like this. It's in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 14. He said, For if I pray in an unknown tongue, okay, not here. 
We have Paul say that he prays in tongues, even than all of them all. So don't try to don't try to abuse these things. The Corinthian church was a church who were who was excessive in spiritual things. They were the people that Paul was addressing. Are you getting this? So when people say that tongue is not for everybody, it's something that is very that is shocking. Now let's see the book of Mark chapter. Let's see the book of Mark chapter sixteen. Mark chapter sixteen verse verse fifteen. He said, and he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. He said, In my name they shall cast out devils. He said, They shall speak with new tongues. They shall speak with new tongues. I think it was in part two of this when I thought about uh, being filled of the Spirit and having the Spirit and not being filled of the Spirit. I thought about it. You can refer back to the message. So you see that tongue is for every believer. It doesn't mean if you're not praying in tongues, you're a sinner or you go to fire. No. Are you getting it? But to say that, ah, it's not for everybody, is a lie. There was nowhere in scriptures where people received the baptism of the Holy Ghost that certain people were separated and said, hey, it's not for you. Mm-mm. The upper room in Samaria, when Philip went to preach, when the apostles went there, uh, in Cornelius' house, also, when the apostles went to, um, um, I forgot where they went to, and they said, Have you people known about the Holy Ghost? When they lay hands, the Bible said, All of them did receive the Holy Ghost. They didn't separate certain people and say, ah, No, you, ah, no, you. No, everybody received the Holy Ghost. So, the gift of tongues is for every believer. See, do you know that of all the gifts, the gift of tongues and the interpretation of tongues is the only gift that begins to find expression after the resurrection of Jesus, after Jesus had died and resurrected? I've thought about this before and I explain it. Maybe you can refer to the message where I thought about tongues. Then interpretation of tongues. Interpretation of tongues. Um let's see for first Corinthians that we just that we read now. First Corinthians, where Paul was telling them that ah, if all of you be speaking in tongues like this, Oyana, let people, you know, Oyana, wherefore let it that speak in our own tongues, pray that he may interpret. And for if I pray in an own tongues, my spirit prayer, but my understanding is of fruitful. So what is it then that I pray with the spirit and I pray with the understanding? Also, I will sing with the spirit and I will sing with the understanding. Now, my emphasis is uh, verse 13. Is a way for letting that speaketh in an unknown tongues, pray that he may interpret. Now, people don't even know the interpretation. Some people don't, I've seen people mistake the teaching of uh, interpretation of tongues. Now, let me tell you something. In the book of Acts chapter 2, When the Bible said that they were, and now chapter two verse, let me read from. Um, they were speaking in tongues, and in verse twelve, and they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying that one to another, "What meaneth this? Others mocking them. These men are full of new wine." But Peter standing up. You know, people were, people were, I'm trying to find somewhere for you here. And they were all amazed and marvelous, say one to another, build, and not all this, um, we speak Galilee, how, how hear we, every man in our own language, where we were born. See, what happened in the book of Acts, when people were praying in tongues, and certain people were hearing their language, I've heard argument about, they are praying in tongues that they were praying, people were hearing their language, how come the tongues that we were praying that people are not hearing? Let me even tell you something. See, the book of Acts that you see here is a, is a, uh, how, do I, how do they say this thing? Is an account that were recorded by eyewitness. 
Are you getting it? It's an account that were recorded by eyewitness. When you want to begin to teach on dog things, you begin you you begin to be able to build solid way. I'm not saying that you can't read from the book of Acto, but I'm saying that you begin to be able to build solid way when you begin to read from the words from the episodes. So the book of Acts was what was an eyewitness report, but that's not what we are going to. These people that said that they were hearing their own languages, what they were hearing cannot be said to be interpretation of tongues. Should I come in there? Now, when the apostles were speaking in tongues at the upper room and people were hearing different languages, they can, that, that act that happened there cannot be said to be interpretation of tongues. Do you know why? The first reason is that you can only interpret tongues when you have the Spirit of God. Those people were not believers, so they wouldn't have been able to even have the gift of interpretation of tongues. They were not believers. They didn't know they didn't have the Spirit of God because interpretation of tongues you happens when you have the Spirit of God because it is the gift of the Spirit. So those people were not even saved yet. So how can you say what happened there was interpretation of tongues? It is not. What happened there can be said to be workings of miracles. And I will explain to you. I, I gave this example over and over. I've given this example of Many times, Kenneth will share his book that sometimes he's praying in tongues and somebody is hearing in Spanish. And somebody is hearing in Spanish. A dear man of God, I've even shared the video here once before. I don't know if I can find the video. It's been long. I shared the video one time where the dear man of God said that he went to a feeding station, I think in one of these Western countries, he was buying fuel. Why he was buying fuel? He was just praying in tongues. You know, and the person who parked beside him just began to cry. The more he prayed in tongues, the more the guy was crying. All of a sudden, the guy ran told him, said, do you know that you just spoke to me now? Something that has been happening to me, you spoke to me. You just told me now that this and this. And you spoke in my mother, the, the typical Chinese language in my mother's tongue is what you spoke to me now. But the person was speaking in tongues. That guy that heard that, he may not even be a believer. So what happened to that guy cannot be said to be interpretation of tongues. Because interpretation of tongues can only happen by what? By what? By the Spirit of God. So if you do not have the Spirit of God, it cannot be said to be interpretation of tongues. And see, interpretation of tongues is not me speaking in tongues. Interpretation of tongues is not me speaking in tongues and you, you are hearing um, I'm speaking in tongues and you are hearing Chinese or you are hearing Yoruba. No, that can be said to be working of miracles. It's not interpretation of tongues. Do you get me? Because interpretation of tongues only happens by the Spirit of God. And interpretation of tongues is not that you, I'm speaking in tongues, you are hearing Yoruba. No, interpretation of tongues is me saying what you're saying in the offering that is known to men by the Spirit of God. Are you getting me? So you can be speaking in tongues and I begin to interpret what you're saying in English that every other person can understand. Because by the Spirit of God, I'm being given offerings by Spirit to know what you're saying and then interpret to people. So if you're speaking in tongues and I'm hearing Yoruba, it's not interpretation of tongues. What is happening there is working of miracles. Because even Paul himself said in um, um, 1 Corinthians, Oh my God, oh my God. First Corinthians chapter 14, that he that speaketh, that he be speaking in an unknown tongues, that nobody understandeth. He said, for he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him. So for the fact that you say that you're understanding what I'm saying, as I'm speaking, you are speaking Yoruba. No, if you're speaking Yoruba, it's just the working of miracles. God just wants to pass a message to you. 
by the act of God's mercy. What is happening to you is working of miracles. Interpretation of tongues is when I begin to speak in tongues and someone else that have the spirit of God by the leading of the spirit now gives the person utterance to say what I'm saying in a language that others can understand. Elders, I'm able to do justice to this. So that is what that is interpretation of tongues. I guess that is interpretation of tongues. So interpretation of tongues is not that um, as I'm speaking, you're not hearing Aosa. What is happening to you is the working of miracles. God also passed a message to you. You know, I also thought last week that the other time before the network uh, misbehaved that that it is not every tongue that is prayer. Just like as I gave an example now. That can be praying in tongues. Okay, just find I'm praying in tongues, and the person is hearing Yoruba, and maybe God is telling that person, ah, don't go to Ibadan. You want to travel to Ibadan, don't go to Ibadan. God is just speaking to that person like that. Do you get? So my praying in tongues, to what God is using me to do is to counsel that person, is to tell that person not to go. Do you get? So interpretation of tongues, what happened in the book of Acts is not interpretation of tongues, it's just workings of miracles. So when people hear their language, it's just workings of miracles. So people will argue that, well, we know your language. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 2, he said, He that speaketh not unto tongues, speaketh not unto men. He said, But not to God, for no man understandeth him. Albeit in the spirit is speaketh mysteries. So if at all they were hearing their language in the book of in the book of Acts, it's just the workings of miracles. Because if I'm truly speaking in tongues, you who are who is not even a believer will not even understand what I'm saying. Because Paul told us here that he said that for no man understandeth, for I speak it, for I'm speaking unto God. Do you get it? So if at all you are understanding in your language, it's working of miracles because the Spirit of God wants to pass a message to you. Can we just pray in the Spirit? Can we pray in the Spirit for a few minutes? Can we pray in the Spirit? Mandeko bele kabara bele kapos. Jebele kabara bele kapos. Bele kapos. Mandeko beli kabara ndeko bele kabale kabara bele kapos. Bele kapos. Rebele da 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 do. Shobele da 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 do. Shobele da da da. Rebele da da do. Sobele da da do. Sobele da da do. Shobele kapos. I don't know. Who, who, who here knows anybody that bears Bolaji? Please, if you know, after the message, you can send me a DM, somebody that bears Bolaji, or is it they call him a Bolaji, something like that. So, when it has to do with the gift of the Spirit, um, and this is my thorough explanation, I hope that you'll be able to go back to this, um, to these teachings and just, you know, learn and then study further again about it, the gift of the Spirit. I hope that I've been able to explain. I don't know if there's any question about this. If there's any question, you can omit your mic and ask me. All right. Father, we thank you. There's a question. All right. Father, we thank you. We bless your name for this evening. Thank you for your word that has come. Thank you for giving us the understanding to come once again before you to learn your word. Thank you for the privilege of your word. Father, thank you because our understanding is open for all that we've learned tonight. Lord, we bless your name. Father, we say thank you. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you, everybody, for coming out. Let me just say this. Um, 